from worlds beyond to write at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Welcome all to All My Fantasy Children. My name is Eric Tanasias. And my name is Jeff Stormer. This is All My Fantasy Children. It's a character creation, world building, and storytelling podcast where each week Jeff and I make a new friend. We do. We make a brand new friend every week. We, you know, it's it's a it's a long process. It takes really every episode is several years of <laughs> emotional support. Yep. Of, you know, checking in. Mm-hmm. Of just being present, you know, not just not just thinking of them when it's convenient, of being present and being in the now, of thoughtful gifts and, and, and you know, but not all good times. They're not all good times. Every episode includes, you know, hardships and, and, and difficult and sometimes just casual reminders like, hey, thinking about you. And it's just <laughs> over time, over years and years, we build really lasting, meaningful friendships. And then, and then at the end of the episode, we basically, we sever that friendship. We just, we torch that bridge. Absolutely. Over, again, over several years. This is a, this is a decade, like approximately a 14 year podcast every episode. Hey guys. Um, so I hope you have a drink. I hope you have a snack because forewarning, this episode takes 10 years. Yeah. I don't know what your Spotify or iTunes says, but this is a 10 year long episode and our new friend today. Is a God. <laughs> we make a new friend through a character prompt because that's what we do on this podcast. Mm-hmm. We take a listener prompt and create the greatest story of all time, and we make a beautiful friend out of them. Mm-hmm. We make them our friend because Jeff and I are just that charming sometimes. Sometimes I, I'm not making promises about all the time. No, no, it's not an it's not a guaranteed thing. Can you really guarantee charm, Jeff? Can you really guarantee the decade? I mean, I, I mean, I can. I just choose not to sometimes because I think it, it brings some, you know, it, it, I, I like making people earn it. Okay. So, y'all, I want to scratch all that because this podcast is now, Jeff is going to teach you how to be cool. I sure am. The key? Yeah. Sunglasses. That's it? How many That's pairs it? at once? Uh, depends on how cool you want to be. <laughs> Wait, is less there's more? Sometimes you're going to want to take off a pair of sunglasses in a cool way. And you know what the coolest thing of all is? Having a pair underneath. Tiny pair of sunglasses underneath. Because <laughs> then people are like, oh, he's taking off his sunglasses. He had another pair. He had another pair of sunglasses. Nah, so, uh, there's no doubt about that. You know, you know what my key for coolness is? What's that? Real fucking big jeans. Mm, like mm. real big. Like not like <clears throat> we're not going down the way of the Jenko jeans joke. I'm talking like way bigger than Jinko jeans, bordering on like each leg has like an eight foot circle, like radius. That makes Should sense. we start again? No, no, no. I, I think this is all fair. Uh, you know what my key to being cool is? <laughs> what is it? Jeff? It's a hat with the little propeller on it. You spin it. Is that it? That's, That's your it. key for success. That's sunglasses. Jesus Christ. Well, welcome everybody. Jeans. The, the intro to this podcast. Where each week we take a listener prompt, create an original fantasy character, and tell their backstory using a variety of tabletop games or just your two cool hosts. And it does take 10 years. It does. And our prompt this week comes to us from our Discord channel from Dog with Glasses. Prompt The Howdy Man. 
The Howdy Man. The Howdy Man. The Howdy Man. Well, howdy Man. The Howdy Man. So Howdy, of course, has a connotation with being like, man. how are you? Like, how do you do? Wrapped up in like one convenient word. So this person. Okay. So I'll give you my first idea for the Howdy Man. And I don't, this is not what it's going to be at all. It doesn't have to be. I want to know what you're thinking initially. Because the Howdy Man, of course, inspires a lot in our hearts and our minds. So for me, the Howdy Man is, of course, some like anime shit where like, if you're in a duel with them or you see them, by the time they finish the word Howdy, they've already drawn their blade and cut you down. Oh, I was picturing a Baba Duke. Put my head in my hands. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the Baba Duke? Or like the Bye Bye Man? What's that? Like a similar to a Baba Duke. Wait, hold on. Y'all, I gotta Google Bye Bye Man. Bye Bye Man. Stop, that's not real, is it? The Bye Bye Man. Oh, God, it's a movie. The Bye Bye Man. The Bye Bye Man. <laughs> okay. So, this is some kind of boogeyman type character. Yeah. It's the Howdy Man. The it's howdy the opposite. Man. Wait, it's the opposite of the Bye Bye Man? He's the Howdy Man. Wait, just, okay. Is the Bye Bye Man canon in our world now? And he is countered by the Howdy Man. No, no, I don't think it's that. <laughs> There's no light and dark version of the Bye Bye Man. What I think it is, is like a cartoon cowboy. Okay, with you. That like appears and stalks people in the night. No, <laughs> Wait, positively or negatively? That's to be determined. Okay, so the Howdy Man is a mythical figure. A figure yep. of legend, a figure of like a folk legend. Yeah. Okay. So is it like Bloody Mary? Like you say her name in the mirror and she appears? Mm-hmm. Is the Howdy Man sort of Maybe. like that? Because mm-hmm. I just had another idea. I'd love to hear it. Because I said cowboy that appears. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it's like a myth of like the, the wandering cowboy a little bit. Okay. Just appearing where he's needed. I have to, I have to tell our listeners. <laughs> it is 939 in the morning. Jeff is shooting fire, and I'm so unprepared that I'm crying laughing. <laughs> this is so good. Okay. Can you tell me the legend of the wandering cowboy? Like, what does that even mean? I'm sorry. Like a, sort of a drifter, you know, just showing up where he's needed. Like a hero or a villain? Could be either. Which one is it today? Hmm. I kind of like it being a villain. I kind me of too. like the howdy man being a, being a bye-bye man. So... <laughs> I'm sorry if this whole episode is just me laughing. I'm crying, Jeff. Because I still have the Google image search of the Bye Bye Man up. <laughs> it says, don't think it, don't say it. Don't think it, don't say it. Don't think it's the fucking ad. So, okay. So, the Howdy Man is bad. Yeah. They are a bad. Yeah. And is it some kind of horror movie, like, boogeyman type thing where... The Howdy Man greets you, but you're already dead by the time, like, you know, is it that kind of thing? Or, like, oh, you I see like them, in the, you know, they're like, howdy, but you're already dead by the time that greeting is over. Yeah, I mean, that's what you said, was that he's already cut you down by the time he says howdy. Jesus Christ, how jolly is the Howdy Man? Oh, he's real jolly, and that's what makes it creepy. That's what makes it creepy. Is he Is he a cowboy? He's kind of got to be, Eric. He's got to be a fucking cowboy. You know, he's got chaps. He's got jeans on underneath. I have to clarify. <laughs> um, you know, just the whole outfit rigmarole of cowboy. Okay, so slowing down. So, so far, the Howdy Man is a mythical, not mythical, but like sort of a, what do you call those again? Like a folk legend? Urban legend? Yes, yes, yes. We have an urban legend. <laughs> we have an urban legend cowboy 
who appears why you know that's always the thing about an urban legend that i like it's like you do this and they appear do you remember anything about the bye-bye man because i can't stop looking at it i have not i know nothing about the bye-bye man other than the title and that the tagline is don't think it don't say it but i have an idea okay i'm still about sorry the howdy man can i tell you really quick that the bye-bye man grows 26 million worldwide on a budget of 7 million okay i'm done <laughs> All right, so it at least made a profit. That's it did, pretty it did, promising. It did pretty fucking well. It had 20% on Rotten Tomatoes, though. Oh, well, bye-bye. Didn't do great. Well, bye-bye, man. All right, <laughs> we're, we're on the howdy man now. So what were you thinking? So here's my thought. Thinking about, like, how what the howdy man looks like, and that we've, we've introduced the idea that this is a, a cowboy. Yes. Called the howdy man. Yep. Picture in a big hat, 10-gallon oh, yeah. hat. No question. Vest. Mm-hmm. Jeans with chaps. Looks like Sheriff Woody, basically. <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing Sheriff Woody, except he like shows up with a knife, and he's like, "I'm the Howdy Man." <laughs> howdy, Howdy, and he just kills you. So what this tells me, okay, Aaron, <laughs> is that the Howdy Man is specifically like specifically he's so outlandish he's so cartoonish that i think we need to revisit one of the most important pieces of fantasy lore here what is that i feel like i mean this man is 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 a is a cartoon this man is a this man is outrageous this man well i dare say this man is a clown (laughs) no (laughs) okay so so let me pitch you this. Here's Wait, the pitch. Can you tell our listeners at home what a clown is in fantasy real quick? Sure, I, sure. Because I, I can't fucking breathe. I'm looking at images of fucking cowboys on my computer. I don't think I could probably do justice about the history of clowns, Aaron. I don't think I don't think I, Jeff Stormer, have the tools of doing that. Okay. Which is why he is deemed to bring an expert <laughs> on the matter. <laughs> my name is Shao Clown. In my circus of misery. We bring torment and, and disappointment and pain throughout the world of fantasy and suffering. My legions of clown bring, clowns bring terror across the land. Also, I organize fighting tournaments sometimes and also murder game shows. I do a lot. I'm busy. I have a portfolio. <laughs> it's about diversification of, of assets, Aaron. You must understand. I, I completely, I feel you, shall. <laughs> Okay, I got an idea from that, from you telling me. So Shao Clown has a legion of clowns that are, you know, horrible douchebags. They do terrible things. Mm -hmm. Circus of misery. They incite misery all over fantasy. Yeah, they are supervillains. Yes, they are supervillains. This, uh, the Howdy Man is a clown, a murderous death clown that even Shao Clown couldn't control. So they now are like an out of control rogue agent of the clowns. Killing clowns, killing no, like, you know, without judgment or fear. Yeah, I like that he specifically is the, what I was going to pitch before Shao Clown came in, and I've shooed him away now. Okay. He'll come back. Yeah. Is he is the boogeyman of clowns. Oh, fuck. He is the thing that even Shao Clown is afraid of, because he is, like, the Grim Reaper figure of the world of the clown. Okay, so can we... Okay, so now I'm going to play that. I'm going to be that guy and be like, 
how did the howdy man become the howdy man? Okay. What mm. should we should we find roll on tables of adulthood, perhaps? Mm. Or we can just decide. I think we just decide. Like if we if we need to roll tables, we can roll tables, but I think we can just talk it through okay. to try to figure out what would be So what makes like a a a horror movie figure a horror movie figure? Uh they're scary, they're shadowy, they're locked in mystery, they're shrouded in a layer of mystery and darkness. That's what makes them scary for me. Is like what you don't know what it is, and it appears in the darkness. Mm. That level uh, is what scares me. If we're gonna make like a an urban legend about like something that scares you, it's something that appears without question. It. Oh, I have something that's right. good. The thing that always gets me is the scariest thing about it. The movie is um, if you believe in it, it can kill you. Okay. So can we pull from that where like clowns like <laughs> imagine a clown being laying in bed like I'm not afraid of the howdy man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid of the howdy man. Howdy man appears and is like, howdy stab. <laughs> dink, 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 That's what you hear. <laughs> well, howdy there, partner. So I think he does appear on a stool with a guitar. Straw in his mouth. Just, just picking. Just picking. Okay. Well, howdy. How did the howdy man come to be? Hmm. You know, what? what, what is this? <laughs> Is it a quest for vengeance? Was he someone that was killed by a clown and thusly, like, his anger at clowns escalated into murderous rage? Was he a clown? Do you mention a clown going too far and becoming uh, greater than... was? Is he, is he the ghost of a clown that spirit refuses to go into the ley lines? Let's, what's, what is the, the inciting... Something has to happen that pushes this from an ordinary albeit evil clown, okay. into a supernatural figure. I got you. I have something for you. Okay. Long ago, when Shao Clown first, we said, like, Shao Clown slept by a meteor, like that yes. caveman character, and, like, became Shao Clown. So Shao Clown had his right-hand man. And his right-hand man's name was, please name this clown, because you're uh, so good at it. His name was Rustlin' Rowdy. Rustlin' Rowdy... Randall. Rustlin' Rowdy Randall. So, r- <laughs> Rustlin' Randall. It was Rustlin' Randall. Because he's cowboy. So he rustles. <laughs> okay, so Rustlin' Randall. Rustlin' Randall was Shao Clown's right-hand man in the early days. Kind of like when Shao Clown didn't know what he was going to do. Because I don't know if Shao Clown has a... I know Shao Clown has the power to enter dreamscapes and, like, enter your dreams and, like, you know, turn you into a clown. Does Shao mm-hmm. Clown... Let, let's figure out something real quick. Does he give you any power? Or does he just find a bunch of assholes? Uh, I think we established that it was both. Yes. Okay. So, Rustlin Randall is his right-hand man. And I want to, I want to say that Rustlin Randall was just a local cowboy... You know, the meteor falls and Shao Clown sleeps by it, gains this dark power. Rustlin Randall was a local cow hand, you know, and he rode by like... With dreams of music. With dreams of of the stage. Yep, dreams of the stage, but, you know, he was just saving up to become, you know, the dream cowboy musician he had always dreamed he could be. So he rides over on his pony, you know... And he comes upon this glowing meteorite. He saw, I saw it fall from the sky, and I had to ride my cow. Oh, now he's riding a cow. So he rode his cow over to this meteor, 
And inside was a sleeping person. So he's like, oh, wake up. Mr. Wake up. You're going to get sick. You sleep next to that meteor. And this was the first person Xiao ever turned into a clown. Like Xiao rolled over from his rest, put his hand on fucking Rustlin Randall's face and turned him into what was essentially Rustlin Randall. Yeah. So Rustlin Randall becomes what? His first murderer or just his confidant cowboy themed clown? It can be neither. I kind of like his first murderer. I like it being like that he was his essentially blade in the dark, right? Uh, he yes. was essentially like his, his like, I need him dispatched. Dispatch the howdy man. Like it was, it was his most, his most effective assassin. But that as he killed, he grew more powerful. Oh. And thusly, and eventually Shao Clown lost, lost control when he was like, Nah, I don't want to be your. I don't want to be your weapon anymore, Mister Clown. I have a pitch for you. That was too earnest. Let me take that again. I won't be your your weapon, Mister Clown. I'm my own man. I'm the Howdy Man. <laughs> howdy. The Howdy Man was going to be his performance, his stage name. Yep. Because he had this like goofy, you know, idea for he goes oh, on he had stage. Yeah, a whole vaudeville act planned. Yes. Out. Yeah. So my pitch for you is when he goes, he first finds Shao Clown. He dismounts from his cow, slides down the hill that the meteor is in. He, of course, would take a second and examine the meteor, right? Mm-hmm. So he makes a bolo tie. Like, you know, he pops out the jewel in his bolo tie and takes a shard of the meteor. So I'm thinking this is someone who's like equally as powerful as Shao Clown kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like they are two sides of the same coin. And that's what makes this interesting is that like Shao Clown went in one direction and of course, unfortunately, Shao Kahn, yes, did brand him, make him the Howdy Man Blade in the Dark. However, they were on equal terms in terms of like strength and power that came from this meteor. I think they were also friends. Oh, absolutely. This is like yeah. they were. This, this is like a best friend scenario where one had to turn on the other because like I'm tired of being your like doing your dirty work, Shao. You know, or yeah. he broke free of the he broke free of the curse of Shao and eventually was like I'm going to. I'm going to end every clown in existence. Is it that sort of tale? Hmm. Or it's like two friends, two once sworn allies. You know, one of them eventually is just like, this is wrong. I'm going to destroy everything that you built. I'm tired okay. of being your blade. Yeah, I like that. I, I like that. I like that it's, it's, a, it's a righteous quest for vengeance that just has gone too far. Can we talk about their relationship as friends? Like the early yeah. time with Shao Clown and the Howdy Man. Yeah. So how did it start? You know, like, so Shao Clown, of course, you know, has what he has just intent to what bring pain and misery to the world of fantasy. Yeah. And, you know, he uses and he uses the Howdy Man to enact that plan initially. Is Mm -hmm. that kind of the direction we're going in? I think so. Yeah. Okay. But I do think they are friends. I think they are they are traveling partners. And for the Howdy Man, it's what he always wanted was just to travel the world. Okay, so let's talk about, was there a time in Shao Clown Howdy Man era, like early, long time ago, where he wasn't, the Circus of Misery wasn't set up yet, and they were just kind of traveling? You know, because there are fighting tournaments, there's, you said Shao Clown is a multifaceted individual. Is there more to this clown than meets the eye because there was a time before? Like, I love when there's a good villain who wasn't always a villain. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like there was a time where they had friendships, they had loves, they had dreams, and eventually they just become a rotten, they were, you know, became the rotten sack of shit that they were always destined to be. And I've always had friends and loved ones. They are my clowns. 
Simply because you do not understand how I relate to my evil, misery-spreading clowns does not mean that I do not treasure. Have you noticed that I can effortlessly recite every one of their names? Do you know what else I remember, Aaron? What do you remember, Shao? Their birthdays. (laughs) Do you remember all of your friends' birthdays? No. I suspect not. Now feel the misery of your failures of friendship. No. Now I must depart because it is Hong Kong's birthday and we have made him a lovely cake. It is devil's food cake because it is the most evil of cakes. Mm, yes. Yeah. So. Wow. I get, Aaron, I'm watching these clowns off in the like the other side of the room and yeah. like he's crying. Hong Kong's crying. Hong Kong's crying. He's oh, getting he's all just, emotional. Yeah, Chow Chow Clown has put a hand on his shoulder and it's just oh oh they, oh they brought out Hong Kong's chocolate kid. Oh. It's real. This is a sweet moment, Aaron. Well, I'm sorry I can't be there for it. I'm still looking at pictures of cowboys trying to get ideas. Wow, I was just kind of blown away. I didn't, didn't know Shao Clown had that side to him. Didn't know he cared so much. Okay, so that. Let's talk about that. Shao yeah. Clown was good to the Howdy Man. Yeah. But how was he... So did he make him a blade in the dark, or did he choose to be a blade in the dark? You know, did they actually develop a friendship? Like, fuck the brand. Fuck him, like, you know, burning him and being like, you're a clown now. Is it more like... Oh, thanks for saving me from this crater. Let's be friends and like travel. Like, did the like man that. tell yeah. him, like, tell this man in this fucking crater, oh, I'm on the way to Geo's Amphitheater. I'm trying to be the greatest cowboy vaudeville act the world has ever known. And Shao woke up and is like, I will join you because I want to see. Like, why does Shao, is Shao traveling? Let's make it, let's, let's flip it a little bit. And Shao was second banana to the cow, to the howdy man. Mm hmm. In this in this journey, maybe he never got to Geo's amphitheater. Never, maybe the Howdy Man never made it to become what he wanted to be. Because my question for you is, what happened that he became the Blade in the Dark for Shao Clown? What's the event? The pitch that immediately comes to mind is some sort of vigilante like rescue mission, okay. or like that that they have had. They have to like go vigilante and like take down like a like a crime boss or. Because we established that, like, the role of clowns in fantasy. This is a lot. We got a lot of clown talk. Yeah, this let's talking clowns Clown-heavy episode. Mm-hmm. We have, I, for, I have also <gasps> forgotten oh my God. how much lore we have built around the around clowns. Oh, my God. I just remembered what you're, I remembered the lore of clowns just now. I had forgotten it. They are, the, the clowns become, when, when, when there are many clowns, they become a, a secret order policing other secret orders they are basically in charge they are the what they are they watch the watchmen yeah it's the justice fucking league as clowns they like they they make sure that like if you have formed an ancient society of assassins that that you don't go out of line and hurt an innocent person and that becomes twisted because shao clown becomes evil and corrupts the organization. Oh my god, so this is the origin story. This of- is the origin story of this, because they, they they come across like a gang, right? Like not a big gang, not a not a global spanning gang, because they, they they're not that powerful yet. No, but they're like stopping and eating in a small town and like someone flips over their fucking food and is like, hey assholes, get the fuck out of here. This is our turf. Yeah. You know, somebody's like, well, I'm gonna have to shut down my store because I gotta pay off. I gotta pay off the boss man. What's the gang's name? Uh, the gang's name is the Skeleton Crew. It's the Skeleton Crew, and they all wear they all wear skull. They all wear skeleton outfits, like full. They all wear skin tight jumpsuits, like the David yep. Pumpkins dancers, and with yeah. skull masks on. And they're like, yes. they're not cool, but they have a good influence in this town of 
Jesus Christ. Skull Gulch. Skull Gulch. Yep. Oh, it's Western themed. Duh. Oh, my God. Okay. Yes, exactly. And he's like, I got to pay off. I got to pay off the skeleton crew or, you know, they're going to shut down my store. And the Howdy Boss Ma- Bones is going to shut down my store. <laughs> Boss Bones. Boss Bones wears a, a skin tight jumpsuit underneath a suit jacket. <laughs> and his skull mask has a monocle. Fuck, yes, it does. Also a big cowboy hat, because we're in the West. So the uh, getting an idea from, like, a Justice League kind of thing, like, how it would form, like, how these two people would be, like, you know, the whole, we always talk about it a lot, when the moment in fiction where people are always like, I have to do something. It's just because, like, it's easy to write. This, I think it genuinely is, like, Shao Clown just keeps eating. You know, Shao Clown mm-hmm. is like, I'm not going to intervene. You know, like, everything's, I don't, you know, I think he's a little, I don't care. Your quest is to get to Geode, Howdy Man, and we're going to get there. And the Howdy Man is like, but we have power. We have power, Shao. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It sounds like Goofy now. We have power, we Shao. We have power, Shao. Shao. I was we- kind of always going for a Goofy voice and then pulled back. And no, I think it's the no, right call. It is Goofy's voice. Like, well, Shao, we have power. We got power, Shao. We got to do something about it. And so the Howdy Man, what, like knives? This do they, he kill? Does he kill? Oh, he for sure does. So- his his little pendant of meteorite, right? Mm-hmm. It gives him the power to what? <laughs> Just for fun. I think appear and disappear in shadows. Ooh, okay. oh. Do bob bob babadook shit. <laughs> okay, so he can do babadook shit, and so he uses that opportunity where sha- like. So what is the? Is this a Batman Superman type thing where Batman is like we can kill? Or, like, you know, we can do things that are, not that Batman ever said that, but, like, Batman is like, you know, we can do things that are, like, on the morally gray scale, and Shao Clown is Superman, where he's like, no, we can't. Because I'm trying to think that Shao Clown took something from the Howdy Man, that that's the story that we're telling here. That Shao Clown is Shao Clown because of the Howdy Man, and that's why Howdy Man has to atone for his crimes. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, Shao Clown was inspired by the terrible, murderous actions of the Howdy Man to make things right. And Shao Kahn, you said, was corrupted. And so I think he took the idea of using violence to make things right in a morally shitty time and then turned that into the circus of misery. And the Howdy Man is like, my actions have brought so much pain. Well, I gotta stop him. I gotta, gotta stop him. I gotta stop Shao Kahn. Yeah, so, I think, so I think what it is, I'm going to go back to an idea that you had thrown out. Okay. That is, the two of them originally were not vigilantes and became vigilantes in this moment. Which tells me, Aaron, Shao Clown just wanted to be a clown. Oh, we have a rodeo clown and a cowboy. Jeff. They just wanted to put on a delightful rodeo. They were going to put on like an act. They had a whole vaudeville act planned. Oh, my. So flashback real quick to like the Howdy Man rolling over this person sleeping next to a meteor. It's just a person. Mm-hmm. And together they develop like, well, I'm heading to Geo to like put on this act and like, Try to become the number one, you know, cowboy-themed musician in the world. Well, I am going to Geo to put on my clowning act. Perhaps we could be friends. This will be wonderful. I, I, I am, I am a kind and generous friend. I, I will, I will. What is your birthday? I will remember this forever. So I want to go. <laughs> oh my god, this is actually kind of cool, and I'm really into it. The story of like the how of the howdy man <laughs> of the howdy man, of course. The gosh. Um. So flash back to this vigilante thing. Shao Clown is sitting across from the Howdy Man at a table in a bar, and the Howdy Man is, you know, spinning his, like, cowboy knife on the table, and is like, well, we gotta do something, Shao. Like, 
Th- these people are suffering because of the skeleton crew. That, that that old boss bones is ruining their lives. I I am but a clown. I have no desire to be anything other than a clown. Clowning is my dream. But if we do nothing, aren't we as bad as the skeleton crew? Hmm. You are wise beyond your years. Howdy, the howdy man. <laughs> There's no more names. It's just they they don't use their names anymore. It's just howdy man and then shout clown. Yep. So. Then, like, but that's that's why I'm taking you like through the story. I think is is the best way to kind of tell this one is just like moment by yeah. moment. So from that table, when so so Shao Kahn agrees with Howdy Man that like something needs to be done about Boss he convinces Bones. Convinces him, yeah. And they go and find their hideout using Babadook shit. And I think Shao Clown is like. I think Shao Clown has the idea of like, you know, we're going to spray them with some seltzer. We're going to embarrass them. We're going to take away their power. We're going to make mm-hmm. them miserable and embarrass them in front of this town. Killing them is easy. Bring, making them miserable requires artistry. Then he stares off in the middle distance for a while. And you see the wheels start turning. And the Howdy Man, on the other hand, is what? Just like invades the base and is put... How is he put? Because Howdy Man is not a murderer. Howdy Man is a cowboy musician. What is the moment where he like you know kills Boss Bones? Like what? What makes that happen? What would make this person become a murderer? I know that's a really complicated question, but I feel very bad for the Howdy Man because I'm looking, y'all. If you go to Google Images right now and you type "cowboy" into Google Images. The first image is a plus size rodeo cowboy costume, and that's how I'm seeing the cow- Howdy Man. But also next to it is a child Sheriff Woody costume. And so I'm like looking at the two of them because one's holding a gun and one is a child. So I'm like, how do we get from the child to the one with the gun? You know, what is the moment? What would drive the howdy man to be like, I'm like knife boss bones. Is it that dire of a situation or is it just a wrong judgment call? Does something go wrong? Is Shao Clown, like, Shao Clown goes in there clowning, right? Mm-hmm. And is like, you know, Boss Bones sits on a whoopee cushion, and the town is laughing and stuff like that. But does Boss Bones do something terrible? Okay, I've got, I've got some spinning to do. I Please. Think I, I, think I, I think I got it. Take me on your pottery wheel. We're referencing Ghost for the thousandth time, and spin it. Something goes wrong. Shao Clown goes in clowning. Oh, you said these things, these things are what happens. And the skeleton crew just murders him. Just, just straight up, because he's a clown going into like confront a gang by being like, "I've sprayed you with my flower. You thought it was merely a flower. I have bested you. Be gone now!" And then they just stab him, just dead. No, the Howdy Man's best friend is killed. Oh my god! And he and he let that happen because he 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 convinced him to do that. Shao Kahn just wanted to leave town and continue on to that amphitheater. It pushes him over the edge. He went. He goes in. And he right he dispatches the skeleton crew. All of them emerging from the shadows. They as soon as he says howdy, they're dead. You said it. As soon as he draws that blade, by the time he says howdy, he's drawn his blade and killed you. When he finishes, he leaves town, taking no reward, offering no prize, and waiting for him just outside of town. Despite the fact that he was killed, this is not a sleight of hand, and has no memory of how he survived beyond just thinking that the meteor has gifted him gifts same as it did the howdy man shout clown is outside of town and they never see each other again no they do that's what i mean he meets he meets the <gasps> oh, howdy he, man like, outside meets of him, town. like like howdy man is okay my image is like howdy man is in tears you know 
taking his horse away from the hitching post. And it's like, that shouldn't have gone that way. It shouldn't. It shouldn't have happened that way. But it did. And now we must decide what happens next. Shao, <gasps> what are you doing here? Seems you are not the only one blessed by this media. Mm. Also, I think I can enter dreams now. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's a thing. I'm pretty sure it's a thing I can just kind of do. Working theory. Working theory. I'm pretty sure that's just the thing now. And so it has become like... You know, them writing wrongs for a long time. You know, is mm-hmm. that when they become the those who watch over secret organizations? Because mm-hmm. they see they see what the town of what was it called? Uh Skull Gulch. Skull Gulch. Like they saw what it became after that. Like the peace that they brought through their dark actions. You know, do they become you know, they they go and they're they are always watching you because if someone can be in the shadows, mm-hmm. you know, these secret organizations are like there are whispers in secret societies and organizations about the Howdy Man where it's like, we can't go crooked. It's not mm-hmm. something that like you can even do in secret because there literally may be someone in that shadow cast on the wall, a cowboy with a knife waiting for us to go wrong, and he will blade us. And mm-hmm. then if we don't, if we, if we keep on the straight and narrow, you get a performance from a nice clown. And so they become kind of like, this they, they they have a conversation over a campfire. I'm seeing them baking beans, you know, yep. roasting a small like rodent over a fire. And um, howdy, <laughs> and the howdy man, <laughs> and the howdy man is like, well, Shao, why we have power, and you saw what we did, and and we saw what you did in Bone Gulch and Skull Gulch, and Shao is like, I saw, I know what you did in Skull Gulch. You know, I saw what you, I saw what you became, Howdy Man. Do you still dream of being on the big stage? This is my question for you. What keeps them from looking in the direction of Geode? You know, the mountain is in the distance, mm-hmm. over the horizon, a short ride. What makes them say, we, we can be heroes? <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. what is the driving action for that? What makes, you know, what makes Batman and Superman... Instead of just being like, you know, Batman becomes just a billionaire and Superman just becomes a reporter, what makes them go like, no, we can have an order and, you know, create some kind of order in this world, even if it's with a gray mean, like through gray actions. Mm. Does something happen? Like, I mean, is there, a, do they split? Do, you know, does a secret organization, I don't know, like that, that's what I'm struggling with is, I really like, kind of like this story a lot and I don't want it to be like, and then they just do this. So, like, what happens, you know, to... See, I think this is an instant where I think it can be, it kind of, I think, almost should be just, and then it just happens. Okay. Because they both have done things, you know, the Howdy Man killed, like, eight people. Yeah. Like, unambiguously, like, murdered a bunch of people. Yeah. And did it because his best friend was killed. Mm-hmm. And Shao Clown has realized that you can't be a clown in a knife fight. You can't bring you can't bring seltzer into a knife fight. So that conversation over fire over baked beans, I think, is them being like, so that's what we're that's where we are now. Like, like they can't go back to just being a clown. He's murdered eight people. I get, and also, <clears throat> what you're saying makes a lot of sense because like they're not the same people anymore. Yeah. After that, you know, after one realizing that the meteor has changed them, that they have this shadowy gift power you know curse maybe you know they're not just a singing cowboy anymore you're not just a circus clown 
Not that we could be more. Oh, we could be more. It's just like, we're just not that anymore. That's not our journey. Mm -hmm. You know, and then we'll stay together. You know, uh, your burdens are mine. You know, my my life is in your hands once again, howdy man. And the howdy man is like, you know, you will be my light in the dark. You will guide me on this journey. Like, I, I've done wrong, but I think what you... I- I ain't nothing but a knife. I need I need a man with brains. Exactly. If we're going to save, if we're going to save the world, you're a schemer, Shao Clown. You got you got brains up there. I got enough. I got I got a knife and some shadows and a a guitar that I really only learned the one song on. I don't know if you've realized. I've realized it. Yes, I've, I'm aware. He only sings one. They've been riding together for like a year now. It's just home on the range. <laughs> oh, home on the range. All right. So I like, I love this, that they're like, we need, we need each other. Yeah. And it's that we can't go back to who we were. That life is over. Our old lives were stabbed to death by men in skin tight skeleton costumes, one of whom was wearing a suit coat. (laughs) (laughs) We were reborn under blood and knife, blood and steel. And skull and spandex. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So now we have that, that they, they create this the Order of Clowns, pretty much, because Shao is the brains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why it's the Order of Clowns. And how do you joining their People start joining their cause as they go and right wrongs and put a stop to these villainous organizations. People are like, I'm going to join this. Yeah, I want to become this. Some of them are this. given powers and some of them aren't, but they ride. They ride together and eventually... Shao Clown's schemes just get more and more morbid and twisted and his justifications just get more and more elaborate until it just crosses that line where it's just, I'm making people miserable because it's what we do. Okay. And this is where I'm going to ask you, this is the moment where the Howdy Man is like, I can't be a part of this anymore. Because the Mm -hmm. Howdy Man, I will say, is never a clown. Yeah. So I have an idea for you. The Howdy Man and Shao Clown are traveling and they're, you know, people are joining them. I don't think the Howdy Man likes that. Okay. I think that Shao Clown is like, we must increase our numbers. Like, we can expand our influence. Howdy Man is like, we can expand our influence by making change in secret organizations and making them safe for people to join and be a part of, but making sure that no one's going to harm people. And Shao is like, yes, and to do that, we need enforcers. We need numbers. And Howdy Man is seeing that he's just becoming boss bones. This Mm -hmm. is just becoming what they started fighting against and this is the rift where it's like suddenly it's not just the howdy man and chow riding like shoulder to shoulder on these on these cows it's you know a legion of like 400 clowns and small cars and unicycles riding behind them and this is this is it i have it i have it may i all right please they ride into i'm I'm busy watching i'm busy watching this clown birthday party They are just, they've literally just pulled up chairs and are now just sharing heartfelt stories about, like, good times that they, granted, all the good times from what I'm picking up involve, like, torturing people and, like, making people unhappy. Exactly. But, like, they are just, like, this is just a real moment of love. So, they're riding with this legion of clowns and Shao Clown and Howdy Man get off first and they're like, all right, we're going to hitch our, all right, we're going to hitch our horses. It's goofy. We got to hitch our horses and we're going to. You know, grub, rustle up some grub. So they're getting food, and this town is like, this is a rough one. This is like a town of adventurers who are also on morally gray ground. And I think, like, someone is like, either makes fun of Shao Clown or punches Shao Clown in the face. Something bad happens 
where Shao Clown, you know, is like, th- I'm trying to figure out when the circus of misery becomes mm-hmm. a thing, you know, where Shao Clown is wronged in this town by an adventurer, you know, like they challenge them to a fight, they steal something from him, you know, doesn't matter necessarily. Something bad happens, and Shao Clown is like, my legions make this town hell. And like, you know, they ter- they turn the town fucking upside down. They are making people's lives miserable. They're spraying them with like bad smelling flower liquid. You know, they're mm-hmm. until the first adventurer that is with Shao Clown squares up like a, a true hero. It's finally like enough and like pulls a sword on Shao Clown and the clowns just fucking light him up. Mm-hmm. This is when Cowboy Man, I mean, <laughs> this is when How- Howdy Man sees someone else has become like, he now has 400 knives in the dark and is like, this is not what I, this is not what we're about, child. We're a peaceful organization trying to make this world better. You become everything I hate. Mm-hmm. And this is when the Circus of Misery becomes, it's like a traveling plague of clowns that just, and because once the Howdy Man leaves, Shout Clown is broken. Yeah. And so they become the Circus of Misery, this legion of clowns riding from town to ha- town, originally riding wrongs, but now they're just making wrongs. Uh-huh. Now they're just now they're just torturing people. They're just doing it to doing it to do it. Not not for not for a righteous cause. Yeah, the, the good in the clowning is gone. That that aspect has left. The howdy man is no more. Mm-hmm. Damn, so he wasn't a knife in the dark after all, really. Unless no. you did something terrible and then like, yeah, I gotta go. But he mm-hmm. wasn't bad. Oh no, howdy man. And so now what? Howdy man is where? I think he stalks the knight. He stalks the knight, killing does he knife because he kill clowns? I think I think he is the I mean, going back to the first to all the way to the start of this bizarre little tale. Yeah. He's the clown boogeyman. He's the he's the candy man of clowns. He is the monster in the dark that like if, if a clown if you go too far, you'll hear those that guitar you'll hear that guitar strum and you will no longer be a clown. You'll be a corpse. <laughs> Fuck. And I will say this is what was the clown detective's name? Uh, gum, gummy. It was gum. Gordon Gumbo. So Gordon Gumbo. I, I like the fact that there are multiple people that are villains yeah. of clowns and were once linked to his organization. Shows. Mm-hmm. Imagine that scene that we described in the Budmo Jiggler episode, where clowns are like, you know, out to get Budmo Jiggler. Because there's a lot of people who Shout Clown wants to kill in our like catalog mm-hmm. of characters. But I think even to a hero, like even to the most legendary of power. There is a little fear of Shao because of just sheer numbers and influence. The Howdy Man is that symbol of like, you don't have to be afraid. It's me, the Howdy. Howdy. Dead. You know what I mean? Like the, the image of like a guardian angel. Mm-hmm. In the face of clowns, you don't always have to fear if you hear the guitar strum. And I think the guitar becomes a symbol of like, I'm not afraid of clowns anymore. Yeah. Just be based on the Howdy, the myth of the Howdy Man. Yeah. Fuck. Question: Can we roll on a D and D background table to get to know how to yeah. manage a little more? Because I'm Jeff. By the way, I have to say we did a really good job telling the tale of the Howdy Man. It's a great story. <laughs> it's classic. It really is. I really like the Howdy Man. Urban vigilante. Here we go. Oh my god! All right, give me a D eight for a personality trait. Okay. Four. I feel great empathy towards the plight of all living beings. Lo- wouldn't hurt a fly. Nope. Even from the get, I, I think from the start of his tale, like he's he's been a cowboy, you know, he appreciates, you know, cattle and 
life and the land and the world and how beautiful it is and how life is precious. And, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. life isn't fair and, you know, lives get lost and lives get taken away. And that's a shame. And it's just something terrible that happens out there. And that's why the actions that happened at uh, Skull, Skull Gulch, Skull Gulch, sorry, um, just kind of shook him because he's like, this is against everything that I've ever gone for. You know, this is this isn't who he is. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Give me a D6 for an ideal. Animal D6. Go. Six Eagle. Not in my city. This city needs a bit of a cleanup and I'm the guy to do it. it that is just yes. You know, yeah. every city, every city needs to be free because I think the order of clowns, like the old school one, you know, where they're cleaning up shitty secret societies. That's something he still does in addition to hunting clowns. Mm-hmm. He's still, he is still they who watch the watchers, you mm-hmm. know, like he is still the overall like popping in and out of shadows being like, are you sure you want to make that decision? You're like, oh, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> the gambling ring is over. Like we're closing it down. Like, you know, that, that is still his gig, yeah. cleaning up towns and secret organizations. Yep. He just appears in the shadow where people are suffering. Howdy. Dead. Give me a D6 for a bond. Uh, <laughs> love the howdy, man. Five ant. I have a longtime friend that supports my crime fighting in my double life. Hmm. Hmm. I have a story for you. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. One of these clowns, uh, hold on. Are you naming something right now? Yes, I am. <laughs> Bafo Knuckles. That's very good. Bafo Knuckles was a clown that loved hurting people, loved hurting people with his fists, loved just going too far, beat people to death with his bare hands. The howdy man came to Bafo, was ready to kill him, when, of all things, the howdy man felt a hand on his shoulder, turned around to see just a glint of iridescent rainbow metal, and just a total of, like, no, I'll stop him in the ring. Oh. My God! Yes, a, a terse partnership with Swift Wind and the Messenger Sword. Oh my God! They're not—they're not partners. They don't work together. No, but they have an agreement. They have an agreement. You have your mission. I have mine. Because they are opposite ends of the spectrum. Swift Wind mm-hmm. is completely nonviolent, mm-hmm. you know, and the Howdy Man is the complete opposite. But they both have the same goal, and I think they're. It's a, it's a complicated partnership between the two of them because, you know, they, they see eye to eye on something needs to be done, but they do not agree on how it needs to be done. But they, but yeah, but they're not like at odds about it. No. They're just like, you, you go your way, I will go mine, and we will, we will put an end to this one way or another. I think that Howdy Man occasionally gets a letter from Swiftwind because they are a mail carrier, mm-hmm. and it'll just have a thing that's just like... While I applaud you for your removal of clowns from this district of Moon Crescent, I do not appreciate the way you dispatched them. And in the future, I would appreciate it if you were a little more of a pacifist when encountering this. Like, we can do this with words. We can do this with, with you know, the Budmo Jiggler. Not Budmo Jiggler. The Gummy... God damn it. I can't remember any clown's Gordon name. Gumbo. We can do this the Gordon Gumbo way of, like, we can change people's minds and we can do this differently. And they just have different methods. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Give me a D6 for a flaw. Flaw. Let's go. Two fish. There's only the mission. I don't care about unimportant distractions like having a social life or sleeping or eating. Hmm. It, it, it all goes back to the urban legend. Yeah. It's that he transcends human needs like food, water, sleep, 
and just becomes an essence, becomes an essence, becomes greater than a living thing, becomes a, a figure of myth. I love this so much. It's just perfect. I am obsessed with this Howdy Man right now. Now you got to rap on the Howdy Man. I think it's a rap. I'm very happy with that's where the Howdy Man And also went. I think it's a rap on this birthday party. They've, they're hugging. They're giving each other. They're, oh, they're giving each other little card, little thank you cards. They've already got thank you cards written, Aaron. Holy shit. The clowns are so thoughtful. I mean. They're remarkable. Like they're, they're awful. Like they, no, you know what? They just went there. Now they're, now they're just like screaming at people on the street, just like spitting at them. But like. They're, they like there was a real like their friendship like among each other is at least notable. It was founded in friendship, but unfortunately founded with all the principle bad of bad. Like, I, yeah, they are bad people. I've, I've lost. They've lost me. I'm, I'm done with them. Yes. <laughs> God, what a good episode. Dog with glasses on Discord. Thank you for your prompt. Mm-hmm. Good prompt. That's a good ass prompt. See what we can do. See what we can spin. And if you'd like to submit a prompt of your own for future use in an episode, there are so many sick ways to do it. You can uh, tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast using the hashtag Fantasy Children. You can post them to our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash All My Fantasy Children. You can email us at All My Fantasy Children at gmail.com. You can go to our Discord at bit.ly slash AMFC Discord. Or you can go to AllMyFantasyChildren.com and submit it there. That's right. And while you're there, check out our Patreon page. It's a great way to give us some much-needed financial backing. Your money will go to equipment cost, hosting fees, con appearances, and is a wonderful way to kind of support this project and keep the keep the engine running a little bit. You can also leave us a nice iTunes review, give us a social media shout out or a word of mouth recommendation to a friend. All of those things help uh, new listeners find the show, which helps us do bigger, better, and cooler things. Yeah. Speaking of really cool things, Jeff has a second podcast. I sure do. Party of One is an actual play focused on two-player role-playing games. Uh, every week I play a, ga- a two-player game with a friend, we share some laughs, maybe a few tears, and we have a really good time. New episodes drop every Tuesday at partyofonepodcast.com. That's right. Um, verbal hug this week. What you got? What are you hmm. thinking? Hmm. Hmm. So as we've wrapped on this 10-year-long episode about friendships and, you know, the complications that can arise within one and how things change, I think it's important to welcome and accept changes within relationships between people like friends and stuff like understand that friendships grow relationships grow and change and it's something you should welcome don't try to make something the way it was a millennia ago you know just welcome it into your heart the what is what is needed between the two of you in the present and Mm -hmm. really let that become something on its own become something new and i think in that way it'll You'll always be full of surprises, and there will always be new and wonderful things to experience. I like that. I love that. Hell yeah. I think that's lovely. Um, did we do anything else? No, that's pretty much it. Hell yeah, that's it. And with that, until next time, good night and good game. game.